0: Socialism is an opposition to it because capitalism is about private property. It's about ownership and socialism is about government ownership of property. Hi, this is Anita from the Dusty Road podcast, which is all about living your life as a global citizen. Today, I want to talk a little bit about socialism. I have spent a good part of my adult life living in communist or socialist countries. So I feel I kind of understand a little bit about socialism and what socialism is about. It seems like recently in the United States, there's been a lot of talk about socialism, what exactly socialism means. As many of you know, if you listen to me, sometimes I like to go online. I like to find questions people have been answering. And one of them, they've been asked, they asked a question I thought was quite interesting is, Why do people think socialism is when the government does stuff? I thought that was really interesting, especially the part about does stuff. But that's really a real thing that many people think that socialism is when the government will give you free stuff. You know, that under um, socialism, for some reason, people no longer need to work. They don't need to work hard. They don't need to be responsible for their daily lives, but the government will do it for them. You know, the principle of socialism is not about the government doing stuff for everyone, but instead socialism has to do with production and how ownership is viewed. Socialism is defined as a populist economic and political system based on public ownership, also known as collective or common ownership of the means of production. That means Includes the machinery, tools, and factories used to produce goods that aim to directly satisfy human needs. So there's a lot of misconception that socialism is just, you know, about the government programs help you pay for things. and has, But it's really not. It's about how production and ownership are economically viewed. All governments do things to help people, even the United States does. We have a lot of government programs there to help people, but these programs are not considered pure socialism. Things like the police, fire departments, infrastructure, public schools, and Medicare are government programs, not socialist programs. For it to be a socialist program, it has to be tied to production and the ownership of production to the state or the government. But instead, the government programs such as the police, fire department, infrastructure, and public schools are all considered to be for the public good. In simple terms, pure socialism, that's what we're going to talk about a bit now, is pure socialism is about where property and the means of production are owned in common, usually by the state or the government. So here are some basic facts about socialism, some basic points about it to be able to remember. About socialism, first of all, is public ownership. At the core of socialism is the public, not private ownership or control of property and resources. So this really becomes at the control of socialism. It's about it's about the government or you know the public or the state owns the property, not the individual. The individuals do not work in isolation. One of the core socialist views is that individuals do not live or work in isolation, but they live to be able to cooperate." So in other words, it's all about collaborating together, working together, and and working um, not in isolation, but in working together. And also in socialism, the means of production are social products. Socialism believes that everything people produce should be publicly owned, or to be social, or to be part of the social experiment. And that everyone should also join in the fruits of production, that all the production is social, that everyone who contributes to the production is entitled to share in it. And that society owns the products, not because they necessarily want to or does not property or the means of production, not just because they want to, because the society looks at and they say, like, we own this for the good, for the public good. That you know, so that everyone's entitled to share in it, and this is for the good of society, or the good for everyone that we are able to own these means of production. You know, um, so really, this is about the socialism is owning the property to benefit its citizens socialism is an opposition to capitalism, you know, and this is a a key point to remember that socialism is an opposition to it because capitalism is about private property. It's about ownership. And socialism is about government ownership of property. The two have entirely opposing and different uh, views, you know, between private and public ownership, You know, socialism believes at its core that capitalism is exploitative and unfair. They believe that capitalism is unfair and exploitative because the concentrations of wealth and power are in the hands of a relatively few people who can succeed in the free market system of intense competition. Socialism believes that wealth leads to power and unfair dominance in society. And this is where, you know, a lot of people sort of agree in some socialism principles because they see where the rich keep getting richer and the poor get getting poorer. And that's where socialism would say like, look, that's because you allow this private ownership and so the rich are able to just, you know, be able to accumulate more while the poor are able to accumulate less. You know, in a free market, basically it means that money speaks, like the poor have the limits of power because they're poor. The rich have, you know, a lot of times more or less unlimited power or seem to have unlimited power because of the fact that they have money. In other words, money talks. And that's where the socialists would say that we own the means of production. So because of the fact that, you know, the rich are able to get richer while the poor are getting poor, so socialism will help to be able to balance that all out. So socialism believes that they can give true freedom and true equality, the ideal of socialism be able to raise the collective power of the working class or the poor so that they would have what the socialists see as true freedom and true equality. Socialists believe that true freedom and equality require that the state or government to control the resources that help provide the basis for prosperity. You know, there's many reasons why socialism has failed. You know, I mean, socialism as an ideal actually sounds pretty great. You know, we all share in the wealth. We all share in the processes. The rich don't keep getting richer. You know, we're all being able to share together and become one big happy family. But the truth is that socialism as an experiment has pretty much failed. And here are some of the reasons why it's failed. One reason is, is because it's been found that incentives matter. As people want to have incentives to work hard, you know we believe that we'll get more and accomplish more than our neighbors who are not working or are not working very hard, and this really is. You know, one of the big failures of socialism. In fact, in China, years ago when I lived in China, when China was pretty communist and everyone had a job, whether you worked or not, I could tell you there were a lot of people that just didn't work. It was lunchtime; they were not going to get up and work. And now, when suddenly it's based upon incentive, and the harder you work, the more you can get, the Chinese are really, really hard workers. You know, socialism is found to not be sustainable. It's not sustainable the long term, as it does not inspire individuals to kind of work hard for society. You know, it also, you know, doesn't help with creativity because there's, you know, why would you really be creative or why would you give your invention to the state if you're not going to gain much out of it? There's no incentive for you to be able to do that. You know, your, your incentive is you just go home, you work the hours you need to work and then you go home and you don't really do anything else. I mean, why, if you're going to work, earn the same amount as your neighbor, Who's hardly working, what's your incentive to work hard, or what's your incentive to create, or what's your incentive to innovate? It's not there. You know, socialism ignores market prices. Socialism does not believe in market prices. It you know believes that the price can be too high or low. So socialism does not care about the cost or the productivity. So you know that's why a lot of the socialist factories have failed, because basically they're inefficient. Socialism does not look at efficiency at all. You know, that's why a lot of times in socialism, they tend to overhire because everyone needs to have a job. So everyone can have a job, which means that you could go into an office, that, you know, and you might find five people there and only one person is really working or maybe nobody's really working. People are there, you know, reading reading the newspaper. Yes, they have a job and they, yes, they show up at work, but they have no work to do. And the other reason is people like private ownership. Socialism may sound great to many people, but in reality, people like to have their private ownership. Ben Shapiro, an American author, wrote and said this, Socialism states that you owe me something simply because I exist. Capitalism, by contrast, results in a sort of relaxed, forced altruism. I may not want to help you. I may dislike you. But if I don't give you a product or service you want, I will starve. Voluntary exchange is more moral than forced redistribution. And that is why socialism is not about just people getting free stuff. It's really about how production is viewed and who owns the production, whether it's in private or in public hands. And that is also why socialism has failed around the world. This is Anita from the Dusty Roads podcast. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast. Please consider subscribing to our channel. We'd love to have you be part of our community and thank you so much for listening.